0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. How are you? You are listening to Hire Me. And I am your host, Tina Nunez de Oliveira. And welcome to my podcast. <gasps> hello, hello, my little chicken nuggets and all my vegan nuggets out there, too. Thank you for listening, again, because I freaking love you. I love you. Just had to throw it in there again. If you haven't been told I love you today, I'm telling you, okay? And if you don't believe me, look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that, okay? Because you are loved, baby. Anyways, let's hop into today's episode. We're going to be talking about how to remove toxic people from your life. It's not always the easiest, especially given your relationship with the person, but take it from me. I've had so many friends come and go. This is like, I could do it with my eyes closed. Like it, it's secondhand nature for me to just quickly cut people off. Like I got scissors in my back pocket waiting to cut a bitch off. Like, oh, you fucked up, goodbye. (laughs) Although I try not to be as ruthless and sometimes I know it's not that easy. It's really not easy cutting someone from your life, especially if it's someone you have a sexual relationship to or even just a regular relationship. Like I know how hard it is to let go of that toxic ex. Trust me, it's hard. Of course it is, but it needs to be done. You need to protect your energy, okay? You cannot have these people dragging you down, my little chicken nuggets. Y'all hear? Maybe you don't because you're all fried up. (laughs) Okay. Step one. I'm going to give you three steps just to, like, kind of make it easy to just... You know, I guess kind of like a guide for you. And you don't have to do them in order. It's just literally a guide to help you really understand and what steps to take next, depending on the person. So step one, recognize the toxicity. Because being aware of it is literally the first step. If you realize that you feel anxious around them you feel like they're bringing you down constantly you feel like you can't be yourself or they're always gonna criticize you or like whatever it may be where you just don't feel good and normal around them that is a huge red flag I get it your favorite color is red but it's a red flag baby don't ignore it. Seriously. Like, we don't we don't need to enable these people just because they have a certain place in our lives. And I'm talking about literally anyone in your life. It could even, I know it's even harder when it's, like, a family member. But at the end of the day, you don't need that in your life. If it's holding you back, it's not helping you. So, just recognizing it. That's step one. Step two is recognizing how this person communicates. Are they the type of person that when you talk to them, you're talking to a wall? Or are they the type of person who argues back? Again, that's kind of like talking to a wall because those type of people just always think they're right. So it's a lot easier to literally talk to a wall, (laughs) unfortunately. But are they the type of people who like to communicate, who maybe they've just been doing certain things and certain situations and you're just like holding in that resentment and trying not to say anything, which is never a good thing, okay? Always just speak your truth because holding that in just will do nothing for you. And it, you're just going to get like those pains in your body and you're not going to know where they're from. You're going to go get it checked out. The doctor's going to tell you it's one thing when really it's just resentment in your body okay so figure out how they communicate and try to come at it with that so if they're the type of person okay i had this one friend who i had an issue with and she apologized like i was ready to cut her off i was cutting off friends this was a few years ago and i was ready to cut her off and just like literally forget about her And literally a week before that, I had cut off a a friend who was just completely dismissive. Who was just like, like, what are you even saying? Like, you're so stupid. Like, just like literally dismissing how I felt, making up excuses for herself for doing what she did. And so I was kind of in the mindset, and I cut her off, obviously. But I was in the mindset that this person would also do the same. But no, what she did was different. I eventually did cut her off after a few years. But for the meanwhile, during those years, I had placed up boundaries when I talked to her. And I was like, hey, I don't like that you did this and this. I don't remember exactly what it was. But I know I set up boundaries. And I'm like, I don't know if I can continue being your friend. The one thing that she said was, I am sorry. Like, I literally did not mean to make you feel this way. Like how, like, let's fix this. That is the difference. So maybe you have a friend that like, you feel like something is toxic and they're willing to sit down and talk with you through it, listen to you, understand your feelings. It could be, I'm just using a friend as an example. It could be a parent, it could be a cousin, it could be a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whatever it is, your partner, just this person that's outside of you. And so because of that, we continue to stay friends. And then I had other reasons for dropping her. But uh, I guess if you really think about it, it could be the same reasons. And I just, during that time, the boundaries were set up. But then I guess over time, the boundaries were overstepped. And I just didn't know how to handle it. So I'm like, you know what, like, this seems like a reoccurring issue. Let's go, up let's part our ways from here. But then you have, so that's, that's like best case scenario, right? But you have the worst case scenario. And it's also about analyzing that. Like, is it worth telling this person, hey, you have done this and this to hurt me? And even if you have already spoken to that person about it and they continue to do so, this is even more of a red fucking flag, baby. Like, this is your this is the wall this is the wall person and nothing is helping nothing is fixing they live in their own world they don't give a fuck their opinion is right yours is wrong those type of people you gotta let go slowly and do it in a very strategic way do it like oh man no i can't come today sorry like try to make excuses to not be around them as much to not like just don't don't be near them as much because that energy is just you don't need it it's weighing you down clearly that person does not wish the best for you clearly that person does not want to see you strive or literally anything positive with you and maybe they do but to a certain degree like you can be successful but it has to be under me like i have to be the better one and again toxic red flag what the fuck you know Like, you should be able to undeniably love someone who you care about, no matter how or who they are, or where they are in life. And you should celebrate their successes no matter what. But unfortunately, life is life, and life is going to throw you a curveball, and that curveball is in a human form, which you have to learn how to navigate. So. Try detaching yourself from this person slowly and slowly until one they get the hint Or even if they don't get the hint until you literally don't ever have to contact this person ever again Like it'll just it'll just come to a point where it's like, okay Any I think everyone will eventually get the hint even if it is a wall that you're talking to like They're eventually gonna just give up and then That relationship will just fizzle out and that's essentially what you want it is more of a slow death type of thing and it can be very I guess heavy and difficult to deal with especially like let's say you're in the same household as the person or like you know like it or you're like your neighbors or whatever the case may be if they're just constantly always around you and you have no other choice honestly I don't know start looking for another place start looking for another roommate start start putting yourselves in different situations where you don't have to be around this person as much and when you do and you realize that that energy is still there that's literally your intuition yelling at you telling you like get the fuck out of there and i speak of all of this from personal experiences i've had so many people, all walks of life, just come into my life. Whatever the fuck the relationship will be, it has happened. It's been an ex. It's been a friend. It's been a parent. It's been anything you could possibly imagine. And they're just things that we have to deal with. It It is what it is. And I'm not going to hold any resentment for, me, for it. I'm going to speak my truth. If the truth is not acknowledged, then... I'm going to acknowledge my own truth and follow my own instincts. And number three, learn to live without that person. Don't go back. Literally, just don't. Once you've decided that you want to cut this person off and you've put up certain boundaries and this person's still not respecting it, that means they don't respect you, essentially. You mean absolutely nothing to them. You are just... They're just energy vampires, and they're sucking the energy out of you. And they know what they're doing, not consciously, but subconsciously. So, learn to cut ties and let it be cut. Like, don't go back. I get it. You love that toxic ex. I get it. Like, the sex was amazing. I, I don't fucking know. I'm just creating a scenario here. But just, like, don't. Just remind yourself of all the reasons why you let go, and you cut it off in the first place. Do you genuinely think that they've changed? And if you want to give it a try, if they, if you think like some time has gone by, they've realized their faults. I wouldn't say dive right back in, but see where their energy's at. Maybe hang out with them once, and see where their he- their head is at. Ask questions but where and what they're doing with their life. See where their mindset is at. If you see that they have significantly changed, why not give them a chance? You know, like it, everyone can have a fallout. Everyone can have a miscommunication. And sometimes we realize our own faults. We realize that, oh shit, like I can be toxic. I have done this. Like recently I met up with a friend and this wasn't our first fallout. Like we've had a, f- a few fallouts before. And I realized a fault of mine. And I am such an asshole. Like, especially when I'm in this situation, like I just, I'm very dismissive. I'm very like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I just don't want you in my life anymore. Like I could care less, like I'm busy, you know? And like, that's such an asshole move. So I acknowledged that and I apologized for it. Am I gonna do it again? No. Because I recognize it and we both sat down and we recognized the growth that we've both been through and that we're both willing to flower, sorry, to water the flower. Like to, by flower I mean the relationship. <laughs> I should have explained that analogy better. But yeah, every relationship is this flower. If you don't water it, if you don't nurture it, give it the sun, it's just going to die out. So we decided to to water this plant again, to revive it, to help help it grow and see where it leads us. And like, nothing about our relationship has ever been toxic, but there were certain boundaries that were placed from both of us and we both kind of overstepped it. But you know, it's a learning experience and we were also going through a very hard time in our lives, both of us. And usually that doesn't happen. If it's, it's usually like one of us is going through something. And then the other one is their support. And because we were going through the exact same thing in, in like different levels, it just, I couldn't be there for her the way that she wanted me to be there. be there for her. And I couldn't, and she couldn't be there for me the way that I needed her to be, you know? Like it was just, and I'll tell you guys the situation. We were both going through a breakup, but she was getting back with hers, and I wasn't. So I felt a lot of resentment. I felt like, why does she get the happy ending? Why don't I? And so I just, I couldn't relate. I couldn't, like, I was just like, you said you'd cut him off, but you didn't. Like, you're still getting back with him. Like, I just, like, you know, like, I was just in that situation. I wanted to get back with mine, but to the world, I was saying no. Like, you know, it was a lot of inner work that I had to go through, a lot of healing, and we both came together once we were both very healed and talked about it. Now that is a good sign. That's a that's a green flag. That's, that's a full-on green flag. That's your best case scenario. But unfortunately, some things end with dust and ashes. And you've got to leave it at that. You don't pick up the trash once you've thrown it out, have you? No, you, you don't do that just go buy a new one okay (laughs) or like go find and don't be afraid of being alone if this is maybe it's like someone you're dating i think in this perspective it's just easier to say this but like obviously like you might have family members or friends but either way or maybe you're alone in a town and you have this one very toxic friend whatever it may be don't be afraid of being alone Because during that alone time, you can get to know yourself, especially if you're dating someone and you're afraid of being alone and you don't want to cut them off because you're going to be alone. You're going to be fine. Trust me, you're going to be fine. Coming from a girl who's literally been single and alone for years now, I've literally just had like one little hiccup of a relationship in my life and you know, like I've been alone. And now that, like, I rarely have friends, I rarely go out, I'm still fine. I'm honestly probably better than ever, (laughs) to be quite honest. So don't be afraid. Literally, don't be afraid to just be on your own. Figure yourself out. Pick up a new hobby. Start reading books. Start going places alone. Like, it's very peaceful. Learning how to just be at peace because you don't need chaos and disruption every moment of your life and if you're the type of person who does like it oh chicken nugget what are you doing why like what does it bring you what is the chaos what does the gossip bring you and i'm talking about the people who like say like oh yeah like i'm the toxic ex like he wasn't even toxic like i'm definitely toxic Like what does it bring you to be that type of person you just slowly shove everyone away from your life and maybe yes it's a self-sabotage thing i don't know girl get a fucking therapist well i'm not gonna assume that you're a girl but like chicken nugget go get a therapist you know i and of course i mention this a lot of times on my podcast and i'm so sorry just a disclaimer what you, that humming, that annoying voice that you hear, it's from my computer, I don't know what she's doing, she's just doing her own thing right now, I think she's just on overload, (laughs) I need to clean her out, I don't, I don't don't know what's going on, but yeah, it's kind of annoying, and I'm gonna hate it while I'm editing this, but hopefully you can overlook it, hopefully it's not too annoying, but yeah, ooh, I kind of lost where I was at, Oh, I think I mentioned that like I've mentioned before on my podcast that I definitely need a therapist. I think everyone needs a therapist. But at the same time, I also know this one person who does do therapy and they can be very toxic. And the therapist is only getting one side of the story. So at times they could just be enabling that person. And being like, oh yeah, no, 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 like you are right, like that's messed up. Because that's that person's perception. Now that's why sometimes group therapy works. Or like adding people to your therapy session once in a while. So that the therapist can also get their perspective. Because enabling someone who's a narcissist is probably the worst thing ever. And sometimes therapists don't even pick up on that. They're just like, oh, I understand this person's going through a lot. Like, I just, I'm going to help them out. And they completely dismiss the fact that this person is probably creating this chaos, creating this constant fucking chaos in their lives. And they're the problem. And I know therapy is like, usually you do eventually, well, not for everyone, but like, you eventually do realize that you're the problem. But if this person cannot see that they are the constant problem, run and run far (laughs) so yeah guys those are my three steps on how to just recognize communicate and cut off certain people because life is way too short for you to be feeling miserable around certain people there are so many great people out there and when you're stuck in this like cycle you're stuck in that friend group or stuck in that family or like whatever that circle you you think there's no escape but there is and there's strength and courage of stepping out stepping out of your comfort zone and seeking other things in life seeking other people like they're the same way you came across them and thought they were amazing is the same way you'll come across another and think the same. And nothing in life is constant. Everything is a constant change. Like I think that's the only thing that is constant is change, it's inevitable. So learning to just deal with that, learning to just be okay with it, letting go and just allowing new things to just flow in. My mom always used to say when one door closes another door opens and it's true and yes i think it is like a a religious saying or just like i guess philanthropic saying i don't know but i love it and it's so true so i'm gonna leave it at that my little chicken nuggets (laughs) i love calling you guys chicken nuggets like i think it's just so fitting my little listening chicken nuggets see yeah, yeah, yeah chicken nuggets and then for my vegan ones You a vegan chicken nugget. (laughs) So guys, remember, protect your energy at all costs. You only got this one life. Use it fully. And that's it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to end it there. Cue outro. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Before I cue outro, I forgot your little kiss. Here you go, my little chicken nugget. Mwah, mwah, and mwah. Ciao, ciao. Bye. So, we have come to the end of today's episode. I am your host, Tyna, signing off from Hire Me. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Or if you didn't, honestly, let me know what you thought. All my socials are at Tyna Nunez de Oliveira. And remember, if you're still alive... You still have time to spread your love and magic all over this world. So I'll catch you guys next time. I'll see you. Bye. Love you.